0: Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I'm Melanie Wise, and guys, I am so excited about this new series on which we are about to our embark. Um, I've been waiting to do a series on this topic for a really long time. And so I'm very excited that the time has officially come. Uh, Some of you may be aware, some of you may not be aware that there have been some really incredible discoveries in the last even just decade or so about um, our brains and about how God designed our brains to work. And before I lose any of you right off the bat, as soon as I started talking about that, I just want to say that the more I am personally learning in this area, the more I truly believe it is... It is really, really important for people, especially people of faith, to be growing in their understanding of how the brain works, because it is ultimately going to help you understand yourself better but i also think it's going to really help you understand those around you. So, in addition to that, i really think it's it's vital for church and ministry leaders to be growing in their understanding of the brain as well because it could really affect or maybe i should say it should really affect and impact the ways that you are speaking and engaging with and ministering and just caring for the people in your in your communities and your congregations. So, i am really excited to dive into this topic and for those of you who regularly follow mercy talk i am about to make your day by sharing with you that the dr brooke Hills is back with us for this series as if again if you've been following mercy talk you know that our last series was just kind of a celebration of mercy's 40th anniversary we had a wide variety of guests with us which of course was so fun but i'm so excited to have you back with us not only for our listeners but also just for me you know i know i'm so
1: excited to be back too i was like are we still do
0: we
1: we still do this yeah, I mean, I know you still do it. Do I still do it?
0: Yeah. Did I get fired? <laughs> our listeners haven't heard from you in like months. So, how you doing?
1: Good. It is. It is depending on when you're listening to this, right? But we just wrapped up uh, our second summer in Texas, um, and I and I know, like I said this jokingly, but I'm really like. Everyone here should know Jesus because if it is. Uh, this uncomfortable (laughs) I feel like we should really (laughs) if you kind of want to get back right with the Lord just come come hang out in July and August and yeah we were somebody was telling us we should build a pool we are not building a pool by the way well not anytime soon um, and they said you can swim all the way, really, into November. Oh my word! <laughs> it was like, because they have a pool, and they were like, "Yeah, we use it into November." Was, that makes me so sad. Anyway, but other than the weather, things have been great. Scott's doing great. Liam's doing great. I got a new puppy that is now so giant. Um I was about to
0: say, you've gotten a new puppy, I think, probably since the last pe- the last episode that we've done. Probably so, so and now he's seventy yeah. pounds, as I just learned.
1: Seventy pounds and seven months old. Yeah. And he's almost he's almost five feet tall on
0: his back legs. Well um, you know, that's a great segue. Into talking about the brain, <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. I hey, how, you asked, how I was I Where we go from you here?" All that to say, yes, I'm excited to be back to be talking about
0: this. Obviously, I'm, yes, I know you and I've talked about this for a long time. Like we should yeah. do a series on this. Really does, I feel like align with just kind of you know one of the things that we believe so strongly about here at at Mercy is holistic care, like spirit, soul, body care, because we know and believe that we are holistic billing, beings. You can't really just separate like the physical from the mental from the emotional from the spiritual like they're all super super connected so in this series we're going to talk about um, god's design for our brains and how our brains are going to have a strong impact on our personal growth and healing but then the opposite is true as well that our growth and our healing significantly impacts our brains and so i just feel like you know i mean there are some people that are still kind of like this is a little bit weird for them like i thought you guys talked about jesus and now you're going into scientific stuff and we're like yep it's all i mean if you don't know that about us already if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast we believe in jesus and science they are both legit and so um it is very important i think for this it's just like science is just showing us what God designed our brains to do and how He designed our brains to function. And the fact that we get to get an insight into that is so powerful. Um, again, I I have already said this, but not only how we look at ourselves and see our own growth and healing, but also in the ways that we interact with other people. I I know that we've, you know, talked about this, that in the in in the past, just kind of like how a lot of people in the church have seen this and seen science as the enemy. But Brooke, I would love to know from your perspective, why do you think um, as we go into this series, like why should people in the church not only, you know, not be scared of science, but be willing and and kind of leaning into learning and growing and embracing the things that we're learning, you know, in general, but for the sake of this series about the brain.
1: I'm going to say a bold statement and I don't, I, and I say this meaning it's something I try and hold myself accountable to as well. But if we are people of faith, if I have legitimate faith and a legitimate relationship with God then I shouldn't be afraid of anything I feel like that's biblical um and so everything to me in my mind and how at least I've you know grown and developed as a person and academically and and in the work that I do is with curiosity and and I don't have to be afraid you know science isn't going to prove something that shakes my faith if it if it has me go huh that's weird how could that be true and this other thing be true well then that's a, just brings you closer <laughs> to the Lord like the Lord's always going to show up you know bigger and better and there's nothing to be afraid of with it and I think that we have just it's it's really hard I will just tell you being a person of faith in a secular profession you know and like living in this life because everyone thinks we're just so dumb and I'll be honest with you I think that we've you know gotten there honestly by by being fearful and that which appears weak by not owning that there are things that like I'm not sure yet but I know who the Lord is and that you know that's okay like it's okay that you know I don't know 17 layers of like the skin and its development to know that the Lord created it. Like we're not, you know, we don't have to go like so far into it. And then, you know, so I think number one, like embrace learning all of the things because it will, it will affirm and educate you. And I think it is, a, you know, it's so cliche to say, but I think it's a tool from the enemy to isolate us from what's actually happening in our bodies and with, you know, in development and with the world and connection and relationship and all of those things are body, soul, spirit, and you've got to care for all of them. Be be excited to learn new things. I just think that's really, really important to ask questions and learn from people like you're not being discipled. If you go, you know, watch a video from a famous astrophysicist. Like they're not discipling you into like heresy. <laughs> like You're just learning about the stars and that's okay. You know, like it's okay. We can do it. The other part of, you know, your question is just, you know, the willingness of it is I just, I have never been, and I'd feel like you would say the same thing. I have never been disappointed in learning something new ever. It's, it's either sparked a curiosity that led to such great conversations and led me to, to understanding, you know, myself better and other people better, or it's affirmed what's like, I mean, so, you know, and it happens all the time, you know, this, and I think I've talked about it, you know, maybe before, but, you know, recently they had this huge thing that came out and they're like, Hey guys, depression doesn't have anything to do with the dopamine and serotonin. So all of these like SSRIs that we've been giving everyone for their depression, it doesn't really have anything to do with it. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I knew this whole time, I didn't have to go do a study on it. But I, you know, I didn't run around preaching this to everybody. But it's like, I could, I've, through my work, I've seen this isn't really, this isn't what's delivering everybody, right. And so it's kind of sometimes it's really fun too when you're like, I knew it was coming. There it is. <laughs> you, know, you know, so anyway, but it's, it's just always an exciting thing. And I think the more that we can be excited about it and embrace it and also talk with wisdom and knowledge and not just say which you know is my least favorite thing we go well science says (laughs) no Mm no the scientists say, need yeah (laughs) which which scientists will be like in psychology and I'm like "Mm, we're at (laughs) we're at in psychology Mm -hmm. so so I will say we will not be doing that we will not just say in psychiatry, in psychology, in
0: science, you know oh, you're right. That's a good so. that's a good disclaimer on the front end. I also just like, I mean I will say that I have yet, I mean, as I have continued to read and study and grow in some of these things, I think one of my favorite things that I've personally discovered is how much it has confirmed over and over. All of the different things that the Lord calls us to do in scripture. I mean, things as like kind of obvious as like renewing our minds, but also even as I've been diving more into this series, I'm like, no wonder he emphasizes love and community and forgiveness and like engaging with others in certain ways. Like he knows how he created our brains to work. And we're just getting like these little glimpses of insight into why it's like oh because that's how your brain is affected by attachment and community and relationship like that's what happens in your brains well no wonder god said that this is important like this is how he wired us and so for me i'm like it has done absolutely nothing to threaten my faith it has done nothing but bolster my faith and my understanding of even why the Lord calls us to do certain things. So anyway, I think we've just beat that point to death. <laughs> but
1: I just, I think. We, we, I feel like we addressed that quite quickly, actually, given the decades of of confusion, <laughs> um, you know, or resistance, if you will. So, well, and
0: as yeah. you've already noted, and I will make sure that we are clear before we dive into anything, we should make sure that right out the gate, we clarify that I, Melanie Wise, am not a neuroscientist. You, Dr. Brooke Hills, one of the smartest people I know, you are also not a neuroscientist. You are closer to being one than probably me. But- <laughs> Maybe, we, I don't
1: know, you read a lot. <laughs>
0: uh, but we are sharing with all of you in this series what we have learned from those who are, in fact, experts in this field. And I will say that primarily we are gonna be sharing a lot of things that we have learned from the works of Dr. Dan Siegel, who you introduced me to, Brooke. He is a clinical professor of psychiatry at the UCLA School of Medicine, and he is truly a pioneer, I think, in this field of neuroscience. Um, I mean, you know, like, he's pretty intelligent. He, he was, went to
1: Harvard, he too. Received his he received his he went medical degree medical
0: from Harvard. Harvard, yes. Right. I almost said Harvard. Uh, from Harvard, I know schools that are smart. We
1: could go to Harvard.
0: <laughs> we did not go to Harvard. And I mean, honestly, we don't have time to go into his whole bio, but, like, just the things that he's done, the books that he's written, it's crazy. But, um, I, I'm pretty sure that you can't hear anyone talk about anything relating to neuroscience without, at some point, either quoting Dan Siegel, or referring to his research, I just feel like he's really at the center of these.
1: Especially for child development.
0: Yes. He wrote a book a few years ago called The Whole Brain Child, which you, for years, told me I should read. And I was like, I don't have kids, I don't need to read Whole Brain Child, right? And then I remember, I I think I read it once I got pregnant. I was like, I should probably read this book now. And I will tell you, I remember telling you as I read it, like, this is helping me understand people. Like yes, this was written for parents as it refers to like their children and helping develop their children's brains. But this is helping me see all people like complete and understand what's going on with other people, myself as well. Um, a ton of the content that we're gonna be covering throughout this entire series has come from this specific book and from Dr. Siegel. So I want to make sure, and we'll quote him and we'll say his name a lot throughout this series. But I need to say from the outset, outset, give him so much of the credit of what we're gonna be sharing. So let's just start here. I would love to hear you just talk about why do we wanna have this conversation? Why is the brain such a big deal? Um, I mean, I think most people know like their brains are important because our brains allow us to learn things, remember things, you know, move our bodies, all of those kind of just basic things that most people understand the brain does but can you give us even a fuller understanding of kind of just like what our brains actually do
1: without getting (laughs) too much in the duality of mind and brain. So let's just say brain and and include the mind in that. Right. Okay. And if you don't know what that means, it doesn't matter. Just go with me here. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so if you, you think about the brain, it's physical self, and then there's the mind, right? This non-physical self. I wish this book hadn't been written so that I could like coin this in this moment, the battlefield of the mind. (laughs) That's and, and literally that's the great Joyce Meyer. Right. And, and also an incredible book. I think that if, if you haven't read it, it's, it's worth a read, but everything is happening there outside. So there's the physical aspect, right? Speech and language processing, cognition. You know, if we get into like IQ and all those things, you know, your quote unquote ability, you know, um, to function at a cognitive level, uh, it's your, you know, how your brain works with creativity, how it works. If you, to people talk about, oh, they're more of like a math person, or, you know, all of those things <laughs> are housed here. How you deal with stress, your fight or flight response, literally how you survive. Everything is in the brain. Your thoughts and decisions, how you fe- think and feel about yourself and others. Like it is all there, your emotions, what you touch, all your senses. We're all coming back to this one place without it. As you know, we, you know, the body can live, but the brain needs to be like happening. I mean, so anyway, it is obviously incredibly important. Um, And everything I think that we, I don't, I don't think I've ever worked with anybody that there wasn't literally a battlefield You know, and they were not fighting their thoughts and their feelings and understanding the difference between those two things. So, so outside of all the physical stuff, it does that we just can move throughout this world. um, It is our survival. It is our belief system. It's all there. Yeah. So
0: yeah. So I would love to hear even again, just a lot even from just your own experience as a therapist, like. You know, I think I think it's important for us to pay attention to kind of the words that we, the things that we say, because it implies a lot about kind of what we believe or what we think. And I was I'm thinking about how you know we so often will say things like you know we'll listen to your heart, or or you know like use your brain, and it almost implies like using your brain is is connected to logic and reasoning listening to your heart is connected to emotion and feeling like that's just kind of what people usually assume in other words we we generally kind of have this misunderstanding that our emotions are separate from our brains but like you just in all the things that you were just mentioning like our brains are actually what enable our emotions. And so is there anything that you would say to just the connection between emotion and brain? Because most people think that they're separate.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and again, you know, words, (laughs) words are funny, and phrases are funny. And, you know, the first time somebody, you know, we lived in a very logical, practical culture, and then someone's like, but what do you really want to do? Like, what excites you, you know, and it was like, oh, these, artsy people or those hippies or whatever you know so Mm -hmm. like taking all the meaning out of that yes your thoughts and emotions exist you know in your brain they're processed through your experiences through your belief systems and all of that right is housed it can get a little um inception slash like matrix (laughs) E, if we go too far down like how even just your memories work so I'm literally not gonna do if you think about it too hard it's like saying a word over and over and over and that word gets fun this is one of those things where you're like if you think about this too hard things get weird so but it's incredible and it's so it's also like the deeper you go into it how you're just like yeah somebody created this like and it's so unbelievable this didn't just show up one day um and it sure didn't develop to this point like in you know uh to that level of depth so anyway all that to say it's important to know the difference when we're functioning in our daily lives though that thoughts and emotions are different they're both housed in the brain they're both again from our experiences from our belief systems but when you're, you know, when I'm talking to someone, I, I will ask you, what do you think about that? And how do you feel about that? Because those are two different things. And it, when we can bring those two together, it's really, really important. So anyway, and I know we can get into that more, but yeah, you're not, you know, your, your feelings are, it's all, it's all really close to each other too, guys.
2: <laughs> hey everyone. Just taking a quick break to tell you about the organization bringing you this podcast mercy multiplied mercy exists to provide opportunities for all people to experience god's unconditional love forgiveness and life transforming power our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32 and our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older both programs are voluntary biblically based and completely free of charge our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles and discover purposes for their lives our outreach services offer multiple resources online and on site designed to equip women and men of all ages to live free and stay free in jesus christ if you or someone you know would like to learn more or apply to one of our programs you can start by heading to our website at mercymultiplied.com now back to the show
0: In this series, we're gonna be doing a deeper dive into some of the various parts of our brain. And as is the kind of the main point of Dan Siegel's book, talking about how those different parts of our brain work together. Um, But for just today's episode, we're just gonna talk about this idea of brain integration Um, because ultimately you guys are gonna learn throughout this series, that is what we are after. That's again, what the whole brain child is all about we want to be able to access all parts of our brain and we want all of those parts to work really well together as a whole so you know you may remember from whatever seventh grade science class um you know that your brain has a lot of different parts and those different parts have different jobs. And again, we're gonna do a deep dive into those parts in this series. I promise it's not gonna be boring. Stick with us, Um, If some of you are like, nope, this does feel like seventh grade, shutting it off, I'll join you in the next series. It's going to get very interesting. So, but here's what I'll say, at a very basic level, the left side of your brain helps you think logically and organize thoughts into sentences, that type of work. The right side helps you experience emotions it's where you read nonverbal cues when you're like with another person. Um, you also have what has different names, but a reptile brain that allows you to act instinctively and make those like split second, you know, kind of survival type decisions. And then you have a mammal brain that leads you more towards connection and relationships and, that if correct me if I'm wrong, but, but that's what Dan Siegel refers to as upstairs and downstairs brain, which we'll do an entire right. episode on that part. But yes, um, another part of your brain is devoted to dealing with memory. Another part of your brain is devoted to making moral decisions and ethical decisions. So there's so many parts. They all have unique functions. But the key to uh, us thriving as individuals is really getting all of those parts to work well together as a whole, um, and really to integrate them. So Brooke, what can you tell us about kind of integration, what that means?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you just explained it, you know, I'll just basically restate what you said. We want things to work together horizontally. We want right and left to work together and we want to work vertically upstairs and downstairs needs to work together. Um, and this allows us to for example note our survival instincts when we're like down in that lizard brain reptile brain downstairs brain whatever we're Mm -hmm. gonna call it i'll probably call it four different things i'm sorry (laughs) um note that right but then be able to with our upstairs brain and that frontal lobe be able to think through like the impulsivity think through like what this next thing will be and how that will make sense if I do it and mm-hmm. you know so being able to frankly we you know pause
0: mm-hmm.
1: across the board mm-hmm. <laughs> you know being able to you want to be able to clearly note somebody's nonverbal verbal cues while you're speaking right so that's using the right and the left side of the brain and being being aware being all the things we talk about being present mm-hmm. being able to pause being mm-hmm. able to you know, not react, but also, you know, know that this is a time to react. And and so that sounds really complicated, but frankly, it just requires a lot of intentionality. Um, and you'd be surprised your brain wants to work well, like it really, really wants to. So does that kind of explain mm-hmm. it? We're going yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and left, and again, right, like, up and down. Mm-hmm. Left, right, up and down. And we're going to do an entire episode on each of those and kind of really doing a deeper dive into what that looks like so what as we were as i was kind of just researching stuff for the series i was kind of trying to find out like when this happened and let me just tell you that like the world wide web gave me such a wide variety of answers so i'm just gonna say for the sake of today years ago (laughs) there was this discovery about the brain that as dan siegel said in his book shook the very foundations of neuroscience And it was this discovery that the brain is actually moldable, that it physically changes throughout the course of our lives. And this is technically called, and if you don't know this word, listeners, you should totally make it part of your uh, regular, you know, vocabulary because you will sound so smart.
1: Mm -hmm. Or I will roll my eyes. You
0: you roll your mm -hmm. eyes every time I say it.
1: I do. And it's because of that one person that wrote a book that went around all the churches. And I'm like, you can't just keep saying this word <laughs> like it means something.
0: <laughs> unless okay.
1: We do something with it. And whoever knows who that is, we can be friends. I
0: actually really, I think I might, but I don't know for sure. I'll ask you later. No, you um, but the word that everyone is just dying to know at this point is called neuro. Plasticity, And you can find loads of different definitions for neuroplasticity if you look it up. But just to give kind of more of a normal person's definition, here's one that I think is easy to follow and you can just blast it if you don't like it, Brooke. But neuroplasticity is basically the ability of our brains to change mm-hmm. through growth and reorganization. Is that is that okay with you? You okay with that definition? It's when the brain is basically like rewired to function in some way that is different from how it previously functioned. And God made our brains to be able to do this. So Brooke, take take it from there. Help us understand that more. Like what is it that molds our brains? What is it that gives us? you know, the, like, what's happening? Yeah,
1: well, the thing, the thing that molds our brain is, again, is our, 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 our. let's try that, got real, real Louisiana right there, our, our, yeah, and Texan, there's a lot of, a lot of accents happening, Um, but it's our experiences, and so, whether you were held as a child, cared for, I mean, you know, and, comfort in when you cried or whatever you know lessons of the culture of your home, right? All of that is molding constantly. And we know all the way back to in utero, right? Yeah. The experiences, if we want to get into epigenetics and like all that stuff, we don't though. So at the end of the day, our our experiences mold our brains. And then as we have new experiences, we have an opportunity to shift that right? We have an opportunity to change how our brain works. It is always looking for the shortest distance to get something done, right? Your brain is incredibly efficient. And so if you are like, this is what we do, this is what we believe, this is what we do, this is what we believe. That's why once habits are a thing, it's so hard to break them, right? And you can, um, we've talked about, you know, uh, one of the things in like an intro psych class is like one of the greatest triggers for like using like, like smoking cigarettes, I'll just use that. I won't get into drugs, okay? But one of the biggest triggers is is place, right? The things around us trigger us, and so our brain notes those things, right? Or you hear, smell something, and that brings back a memory so strong, right? So all of that is happening. However, the brain is moldable. You can change it. You can grow it. You can develop it. You can intervene. The earlier we do this, the better, of course, um but you can do all kinds of really cool things and so when you have a belief system we'll get into I know how that works big picture you can undo that belief system and then your brain will go oh this is how we think about this now got it but you have to put effort into it it has to be intentional so there's going to be a lot of development that happens that you don't have anything to do with there's nothing you can do but then once you do know (laughs) Right. You can you can begin investing in yourself and working to heal and and change the way that you think and see the world and experience the world um, and you can train it. Right. And so as you start activating, I mean, and I, I think it's like and I actually think this is wrong. I think it's even more than that, like a 100 billion Neurons, like it's insane, and it's mm-hmm. insane how they can grow and reconnect
0: to give a definition of what neurons are. Because, listen, I did not know when I started living <laughs> in like I hear neurons, but I don't actually know what that is. So, a neuron is a
1: well, neurons are how everything in the brain works, right? It is the electrical fine, which, again, that's why I don't want to get too inceptiony. If you want to talk about how our memories are literally just little electric pulses going through, <laughs> we can deep dive, but, but yeah, you just they- tell,
0: it's like a, a brain. Cell. yeah it's a neuron mm-hmm. so if people are like what's a neuron well, i've never even yeah this. i just feel like you should just
1: look that up yeah i don't <laughs> don't mean that in the mean way but yeah like this because i'll we'll go we'll go a lot of directions yeah it is a brain cell it is what connects all the things and fires all the things and activates all the things yes so if that wasn't a good enough
0: a, no it's you know, good i just wanted to make sure much. i was like y'all gonna hear the word neurons a lot So we should probably out the gate, make sure people know what that is. Yeah.
1: And so here's the thing. That should be so exciting to us. It's like, oh, it doesn't have to be this way. Right. And I'll even tell you just obviously working with addiction. I cannot tell you how many people that I have worked with that have done so much damage to their brain, and they quit using, right, and they quit using substances, and they give it time to heal, and it is like two totally different people, it is incredible, so I get to see this all of the time, I also get to see the other side of it, obviously, what we can do when we continuously damage it, Um, and that can be pretty sad, but let's talk about the happy things, so yeah, it's great, I mean, I've, I've worked with people who, you know, were drinking so much, they could, they had damaged their brain, they couldn't walk, and then six months of, of, No longer drinking and being healthy i mean they're able to walk again like this is it's incredible it is incredible what can be done and for
0: for anybody who you know would hear any of these types of things and go like well you know this takes god out of it and this takes miracles out of it and this takes no it doesn't are you kidding me right now the fact that our brains have the ability to do this and that god heals us in that way transformation And we'll get into this later, but like transformation happens through the brain and in the brain, life transformation, character transformation, all the things when you're like, that person is a different person. Like you just described, like, man, they used to be like this and now they're like this, their brains have changed. Their brains have changed. And yes, there was a partnering in that. There was a, there was a part they had to play with that, but God healed their brains. (laughs) Like the fact that our brains can do that is a miracle of the Lord. So to say that this somehow, again, takes God out of it or takes the healing or the miracles out of it. Like, are you kidding me? The fact that we can even have this conversation and describe our brains in this way, that is a work of God <laughs> a miracle in and of itself. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so, it's so
1: incredible. It's so incredible. Yeah. And you don't go from being a super reactionary person or a super depressed person or a super, you know, whatever it is or anxious and like have all this healing. And then, you know, just not think the Lord had anything to do with that, yeah. you know, yeah. and people may say, well, what about all these people? Who don't know anything, you know, have anything to do with the Lord? Well, here's the deal. God gave us this, whether we glor- use it to glorify him or not. And so he has equipped us to be healthy and whole and to seek him. And so I feel like he shows up. I've just seen it over and over and people cannot deny the miracle. They can't. And if you've really been broken, whether you are a Christian or not, I've never heard anybody that's like, I did this all on my own. They know they did it. Right. And so anyway, that's again, that's another podcast, but I just, it is, it's just so this all points to (laughs) the Lord just wasn't like, you're just a soul in a body, just waiting, just waiting on heaven, you know? And so he's like, no, let's, let's heal from things and live this life, you know, with joy and
0: Well, and that's also why I think we always say like, you can't separate them to just say like, the Lord has healed my emotions, but then my spirit and my body and all this weren't affect, like, no, it's all, it's all, you cannot separate them. So to say like, you know, well, I, the Lord healed me of depression. There is a spiritual component to that. There's an emotional component to that. And there's also a physiological brain component to it. It was all Like, that healing took place on multiple levels. And so to try to separate those out just isn't... That's just not how he made us.
1: Well, you're... And I just want to be clear. When you try and separate it, people think they're simplifying it. You're not. You're overcomplicating it. Anytime you talk about something out of order, it's wrong. Stop doing it. Like, and I don't mean that... Like, don't overcomplicate it. (laughs) Like, it is... It is... It works together. That's how it is. So if when you see it as a whole, then that allows you to actually be clear about what's going yeah. on yeah and so that just oh that's it that's good there. that's good okay
0: this is why we are having this conversation y'all um it's not just to give you a bunch of information and scientific facts <laughs> so that's lame and boring it's because our it's because our brains are capable of changing but this this rewiring process that we're talking about that is what brain integration is all about. And as impossible as it might seem to you, there are actually things that we can do to partner with the Lord in impacting the very makeup and wiring of our brains. Like there are things that we can do in that. There are also things I think that you can do, not just for you know your own development and growth, but also in the lives of those that you love. And goodness yeah. knows, and for all of you parents out there, I mean, this book, Whole Brain Child, is really written for parents to say, here's how you can help foster the development of your child's brain. Like we're mm-hmm. fostering all of these other areas of growth in our kids, but there's also things that we can do for the development of their brains. And so this is, this series isn't just about you, but also about you being able to care for and love those that, you know, that you love. So- Can I just add, yeah, like I, it's
1: this book, This is going to sound so dumb, but this book is, is a way of life, right? Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have kids, like read it. I have taken this and done trainings with support staff in residential programs. Like this is how you can begin to see Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where people are and how to communicate with them. And I feel like, and I think, cause you and I have not talked about this offline, but you know, sometimes you can start following all of these people that are telling you what to do, and like, and it just feels like, how do I, you know, eat all the right foods and do all the right things and do all, you know? And I'm like, th- this book, out of all the things I've read, this is the one, man. Like, mm-hmm. this is the one, mm-hmm. and it is worth the read, and mm-hmm. it is, it is worth understanding. And I'm just glad we're talking about it because I also believe that, you know to normal people commenting on it and how it's affected our lives in different ways, I feel like is really, really important. And so, you know, yes, neurons, blah, all that stuff, but this is, this isn't like, I just don't want people to, I feel like it's so overwhelming right now. It's like, what books am I supposed to read and live and die by and do those things? Like if I could, this is, this is one of the ones. Yeah. Okay. And it's not complicated and it's not complicated. It's not like, it's not. and if you take your vitamin D at 1235 then that really helps you with your blah, like all that stuff so and if you're um, doubting
0: it if you're questioning it if you're like i don't know i don't know if i should get this or not just stick with us yeah because we're gonna give you enough of a taste of it to go you need to like i yeah. really also do what need- else
1: are you doing you know like oh, you yeah. can hang in there you're
0: good what
1: else are you doing what a load
0: of questions um yeah just <laughs> other than hanging out with us <laughs> oh my god Uh, i i I'm very, I mean, again, I read this book a while back. I read it again just recently in preparation for this Mm -hmm. series. And I'm like, now I've got toddlers. And I was like, okay, babe. I looked at my husband and I was like, we're going to do a deep dive together. And we got the workbook that goes along with it. I was like, we need to be, it has helped us understand our children. Oh my word. It has helped us so much. And so. And Liam's
1: 12 and we still yeah. shoot. I use it on Scott. Yeah. Like, what are, I mean, he should probably do better with me, no, frankly. For real? But yeah. I
0: will say and yeah. that's what we're going to try to do everyone. Like if you're going, okay, well, so clearly this whole series is going to be for parents. Absolutely not. Oh. Like I was very intentional as we were putting together these outlines to make sure that we were drawing the connection to like this is what this means for all of us. This is what this yeah. means for grown adults with fully developed brains. Like this is how this impacts every single one of us. Yes. Yeah. So don't think that this is a series for parents at all.
1: No. I have a whole group of 20 something to 30 something year old house managers have <laughs> mm-hmm. all none of them have children have read this book. <laughs> They've been like this has helped me so much work with the other 17 to 32 year old residents, you know, that are at this place, all grown, you know, all men. And so, no, it is, it's just, it hasn't failed me yet. That's all I'm saying. So let's, okay. so let's
0: quit it listen, y'all, we're going to continue to do that. I'm, I'm so excited about what all we have in store for you. Um, you know, we've got kind of all the outlines ready and in front of us. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to get into all of this content together. Um, so we really hope that you will stick with us over these coming weeks. Today was just really kind of like laying the foundation. Why does this matter? Why is this important? What is this whole idea of like integration anyway? Because really integration is going to be the point of most of this entire series. And so I just kind of wanted us to be able to lay that foundation down today and then we're gonna get into more of the nitty gritty and like really direct application of it in uh, the upcoming episodes. So we hope that you will join us. That's all we've got for you today. As always, if the content in our podcast has been helpful for you, we would be so, so grateful. If you'd help us out by rating the show, writing a review, wherever it is that you listen. I mean, if you have any thoughts or questions about anything we've discussed, I'm sure you have tons, but maybe just listen, listen to the whole series and see where we land on all of it. And then you can send in all your questions and we'll just forward them to Dr. Siegel. Or if you'd like to share any ideas for us uh, for future podcasts, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by emailing us at mercy talk. At mercymultiplied.com. To find more uh, information about Mercy, you can go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things um, at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you guys so much for joining us today.